Hello, hello, and welcome. Welcome to Advancing the Mission. This is where we keep you informed and up to date. What is happening in local outreach, global missions, and church multiplication through the lens of County Line Church? And I'm Outreach Pastor Chris Kazmarek. And it's just me today. So um, over these next, it's probably going to be two weeks here, uh, the next two weeks, I thought uh, it would be just a little different, something different to do. Uh, and something that's very important to us here at County Line is to just talk a little bit about, really about the the importance of evangelism and the importance of, I guess you would call it apologetics, um, how, how we can defend our faith a little bit. Um, and so I really just wanted to give you guys some tools over the next two weeks. Um, this week, we're going to be focusing mostly on evangelism, and we're going to be talking a little bit about that. Uh, giving you some strategies and some ways to evangelize to people that you may come across. Uh, and then next week, we're going to talk a little bit more on that apologetics piece. And really more than anything, I'm going to focus on uh, the the importance of, of resurrection, um, why that matters, why it's important, and not only why it's important, but giving you some, some facts uh, about resurrection and really just anytime you may get challenged with something like that, you, you can be able to at least have some, some way to be able to defend it. So like I said, this week, we're going to start with evangelism. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. I did want to give a little heads up up front that if you are listening rather than watching, uh, it's going to, it may be a little bit more difficult to, to keep up with me. So I am going to put some links in the description so that you can you can kind of see what we're talking about. One of them is uh, is a card, revive from revive uh, that we're going to be talking about. So you can, I'll give you a link that where you can actually look at that and see what that is. And then the other one, I'm actually going to be drawing a picture here, so um, that will be a little bit more difficult to to listen to and totally understand. But there, I will put a, a an image of of what we're talking about. It's the bridge illustration. If you've ever heard of that, uh, we're going to talk about that, uh, at the end, but I will put an image of that in the description also for, uh, for those of you who are just listening instead of watching this. So, so without further ado, let's start. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is just how much relationships matter. Now I don't want to spend a ton of time on this because uh, when it comes when it comes to this, this is more of a discipleship piece rather than evangelism. But I do think it's really important because I think one of the, the biggest tools of evangelism is trust. Um, and so when we invest in someone and they know that we care about them and we know they know that we're listening to them, they're more more willing to listen to us. So so I just want to start by saying that. Uh, another thing that we need to know is that our culture is shifting a little bit and and what what once worked doesn't anymore um, even i'm i'm thirty four years old even when I was growing up in in church as as a high schooler, an invite to church would work a lot uh to get people there doesn't work so much anymore and so we we kind of need to flip the way that we're inviting people. We need to flip it on its head. And I, I like to think of it this way. I like to think of it, um, I like to flip the script a little bit of if somebody was from a, of another religion was inviting me to their service, how would I react? So let's, let's imagine you have a neighbor that's a Muslim, 
All right. And they, they come up to you and they said, Hey, I really think you, you would, would love it. If you, if you came to mosque with me, uh, they said, it's great. You know, we have a, a call to prayer and, and then the Imam, he, he's going to guide us and talk about, uh, you know, the Quran to us, tell us how, how Muhammad told us to live. And th then there's a great lesson for the kids, um, that talks all about Muhammad and how we can, he can change our life if we're willing to listen. That's pretty intimidating, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I, I think if we think of it in that context, that's sometimes that, that's how people feel if we invite them to church. So we need, so here's how it used to go. We would first, step one, would we invite a friend to church. Second thing we'd do is we'd get them involved in community, and then we'd give them a mission or a purpose. And then we, we used to say those are the three steps, and that adds up a Christ follower. So we don't want to get rid of any of it. Like I said, we just kind of want to flip this order. And so step one is let's get Christ followers to be missional. That's number one. Now, this is what Stu talked about in a sermon probably about a month or two ago is how can we start or be involved in fresh expressions of church? Now we do that by getting involved where we live, work and play. So, um, there's, there's, ton of examples out there, but we can, you know, we can get together with our neighbors. We can uh, invite our coworkers out to, to dinner after work. Uh, just, just ways to be involved with the people that we're already engaged with. Once we get this, we then engage in community. Those who are not Christ followers are a part of that community, right? And so we invite them to dinner. We take care of their kids. We, we, we do bonfires together. And we can, do, we can do this, we can live in community with them, we can engage with them, they can learn from us, they can learn about us, they can he even hear about Jesus, and they can do all that without us ever having to invite them in, into a worship service. And then the third thing is, after you've done those first two things, when those people are ready, we invite them to church. Now, it's so important to listen to Jesus and trust his guidance in knowing when they're ready. Um, that takes prayer. That takes uh, just listening. Uh, but you'll know. You'll know when they're ready. And, and again, the reason for this is just because of how culture is shifting. Things are different than it once was. I'll share a story with you um, of when I used to be a youth pastor. I was a youth pastor uh, at a, a church uh, east of Indianapolis uh, for two years um, before I came to County Line. And, and there's a, a student there um, that I, I got pretty close with. Um, and he, his family went to church, but he had a lot of questions about it. Um, and he, he had a little bit of a rough past, had, uh, grew up a little bit with mom in the Atlanta area. And, uh, there was just some mental health issues there. So when he was a teenager, about, I think 12, 13, maybe he went and moved with dad and stepmom, uh, where, where we were from or where we were living at that church. And so just had a lot of, tra a little bit of trauma from that. And, um, so I, I saw some potential in him. And so I decided, you know, I'm going to start, we're going to start going to coffee every once in a while. So I would say once or twice a month, uh, me and the student would go to coffee and we would meet for about an hour. And sometimes 45 minutes of that 
was him talking about video games or us playing games on our phone together. But those last 15 minutes, I made sure we talked about Jesus. And I didn't really know when I left that church what was going to happen to the student. But recently, uh, maybe maybe about six months ago, I got a text from him. Um, and it it just said, thank you. He said, thank you for, for never giving up on me. Uh, he said, I, he, he had just had, um, a baby with his wife and he was, was going to church regularly. Um, and he is committed to Christ. And he said, I'm working on it. I'm not perfect, but I'm there. And so that's the kind of, and a lot of times we don't get to see that side of the story. And I, I was so thankful for him to have told me that side of the story, to know that, that uh, you know, these, these meetings and, and prayers for him, uh, they worked, you know. But it's, it's, I say that just to let you know that sometimes, you know, I would be discouraged sometimes. I'd be sitting at, if we get, getting coffee with him and, I feel like we were just talking about nothing for 45 minutes and I'd, I'd drop this little, little bit of truth talking about Jesus right at the end there. Uh, but some of that stuck, you know, and so it's important. It's important to relationships matter so much. So now I want to talk a little bit about a lot of times these, these sort of conversations may start with, with relationships at a coffee shop or something like that. But when you're meeting with somebody, you, they may get to the point where they're ready to make a commitment to Jesus. And and one of my favorite ways to evangelize is, is by using the revive cards. So we have these at the church. I'll show these to you if you're watching. If you're watching, if you're listening, like I said, I'll, I'll have a link to these cards or what they look like. So I keep a few of these in my wallet just so I'm always always kind of ready for it. But if somebody's ready to cross the line of faith, you can pull this card out and it and it kind of guides you through it. So, and they also have these bracelets that I always wear as well. Um, and there's also Bibles that go along with all these things. So they all kind of work together. But the easiest way is the card. I think um, you you look at the card and the first one, this yellow one, says sin, and they give you the verse of Romans three twenty three: for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So. You can just give them, give them a little bit of background of, you know, this is when, when Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, sin entered the world. The world was perfect before that. God was there. God was with them. And then, then they, they sinned and brokenness and sin entered the world. The second one is the black is death. Um, the, the verse here, and we're going to talk about this in the next one as well, is Romans 6.23. For the wages of sin is death but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So you can talk about how, how we earned death because of our sin. Uh, but God, the free gift of God is eternal life. Third one there is that red one. It says love. And we see it's Romans 5, 8. And it says, but God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So, so we know because of because of the sin that entered the world when when Adam and Eve sinned, we know that we deserve death because of the sin that we have. But God loves us so much that while we are sinners, 
he still died for us. And then we go on the back, we see this blue one is faith. It says, for by grace, you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves is the gift of God, not as a result of work so that no one may boast. So faith is such an important part. It's not just this, oh, God loves me. Great. It's God loves me. And so I have to have faith in him. And then the, the last green one is life. And the verse there, Romans 10, 9 and 10. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus says, Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, a person believes, resulting in righteousness, and with the mouth he confesses, resulting in salvation. So that's, that's something I like to go through. And, and, you know, this is a great step-by-step process to show these people the gospel. But after you share, it's always good to ask them a question. And, and the question I always like to, to, to ask is just saying, you know, is, is this something that, that you're interested in doing today? It's making that commitment, praying that, that last prayer that we heard there. Is that something you're interested in doing today? If they say no, that's okay. Uh, they heard it, and uh, maybe maybe one day they they will make that commitment. But if they say yes, we celebrate um, and we pray with them. I always ask them to pray um, because I just think it's important for them to to do that for the first time and and vocalize what they actually believe. And from that point, it's. It, it's our goal too to just kind of get them connected, connected, connected to a church, get them some discipleship. Um, if they're not connected, their faith is unlikely to stick. So that's our revive style. And then the last thing I just want to talk about is it's called the bridge illustration. And I have loved this one. I'm actually going to pull up a, a whiteboard here. So you're going to be able to see, um, just a little bit of a little bit of what this so you can see me as I as I draw this but um, so I have the whiteboard over here I'm going to show you a little bit of what this looks like now this I love the way that this works practically um, it would have to be in a sit-down environment where maybe you had a piece of paper in front of you but I think it's a very it makes sense the way we do this and so, yeah, that's why I love it. So you'll see here in a minute, but I always like to start um, right at the top. I write, I would typically write it out, but I am not gonna do that because of, because of how difficult it is to actually write on this thing. So I would write out the verse Romans 6.23, okay? Uh, I'm gonna put that right up here. And please don't judge my handwriting too much. <laughs> because this is all on my computer, on the mouse. So we got Romans 6.23, right? And that's the verse that we read earlier. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Okay? So Romans 23 here. Over here, this is, this is, this is if, you're, if you're talking to a person, you say, this is you. Okay? That's you right here. You got some eyes and you got a little smile. All right. There you are. You say, that's you. And you're standing on this cliff of sorts. Okay. And over here, we have, we have God. Okay. God is over here. And 
he also is on this like little cliff, okay? But he's on the other side. Now, now we have this gap here. We'll we'll address that here in a minute. But over here, again, thinking about the Romans verse, we have for the wages. So we're gonna write wages. Which if you it's always good to ask them, you know, what what do you when you hear the word wages, what do you think? And and I think a lot of people will say, you know, I, it's something you earn at work. Um, it's what you get for the work that you've done. Yes, absolutely. That's what we want them to say. The wages of sin. So sin is is the wage that we earn. Or yeah, so sin is 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 what we we do. And we earn, I guess, death. For the wages of sin is death. So here we go. We we worked, and what we what we got from our our work was sin, and we deserve death. All right. But if we go over here with God, we have there's a gift. The gift of God is life, right? And I'll also say here, in this gap, this this may be our, this here may be our reality, but, which anytime you hear that in scripture, it's important to look at it, but the gift of God is life, right? The gift of God is life. So the only way that we can have this gift of God that is life is through Jesus Christ. And the only way to do that is faith in him. And the only way to get to him, get to God, is through Jesus. What does he give us? Give us? He gives us this cross he gives us this bridge to cross over, right? We can walk up and over to God because, not just because, because he died for us, but because we have faith in him and we believe, right? And so it's always important when we finish this illustration to, to then ask the person, you know, where, where are you on this? Or, and it's okay if they're, if they say, you know, I'm not, I'm not ready to to walk over that bridge yet. That's okay. They say I'm over here kind of alone. That's fine. We can do everything we want to to get to God, but we're not it's it's not going to happen unless we have our faith in him, right? So, that is the that is the bridge illustration. I I really love that one. I think it's simple yet effective. And so there's that. So that's kind of what I got for you guys today. I just wanted to, like I said, I just wanted to take some time and share some evangelism tools um, that I, I just think could be helpful to to have. Um, you know, if you're ever if you're ever thinking there's somebody in your life that you'd really like to share the gospel with, those are two really practical ways to do it. Two of two of my favorite ways to do it. Um, there are other ways out there. If you Googled it, you would find million ways, but this is not uh 
we, we sometimes make these this almost too complicated um it's a simple beautiful beautiful message um of jesus so that's all i have for you this week thank you so much for joining us whether you're watching or whether you're listening like i said next week we are going to be talking about resurrection we're going to be talking about kind of the evidence of resurrection and how if um if you have people in your life that you know every anytime you talk about about jesus they they say oh there's no proof of that we're going to give you some proof this this next week so um so yeah please please join us for that um but thank you so much like i said for for joining me this week uh, and we'll we'll see you next time bye